Time now for a JMI Wealth and Andrew Kelleher. Good morning. Very happy Monday, Mike. The Your Speech Friday. What did you make of it? Yeah, so we've been we've been following all these events in the last couple of weeks that the, I suppose the can or may feed into, I think, what will be one of the more eagerly anticipated uh, Reserve Bank cash rate reviews, which is next week, February the 28th. So, and you've had that call, that changing call from the ANZ over the, you know, the forecast OCR track. So they're now forecasting two more hikes in the OCR, which would take 6%. Certainly there isn't consensus on that call. So, yeah, so Adrian Orr gave the speech on Friday at the uh, Waikato Uni Economics Forum. So added sort of particular focus and particular interest on that speech. It wasn't on the record speech. Um, I think there are a few points of note, Mike. Uh, there was a discussion around the focus uh, not just on inflation, but on core inflation specifically. Now, we're very attentive to the head, headline inflation number. That's the CPI number reported at the moment, at the moment every quarter. But the speech referred to the difference between sort of transitory inflation, which sort of comes and goes, and the core stuff. So they're focusing on the core stuff. Um, that was also reinforced by comments from the chief economist, Paul Conway, in an interview. So it is clearly a point of focus for them at the moment. Now, we know that domestic inflation is sort of problematic, non-tradable. So this all kind of, even though the CPI is coming down, like it keeps the door open for the possibility of hikes. Now, he stressed that the current target of 2% uh, being the midpoint between the 1% and 3% band, there was reasonable emphasis on this. He said it's the appropriate number at the moment, so they're not going to shift the goalpost out to sort of 3 um, Last week, Mike, we talked about inflation expectations. Uh, the RBNZ released their latest survey of where people think inflation is going to be. Mr Orr or Governor Orr also reinforced how important those are to get those expectations anchored and they are currently still sitting a little bit above where they want them to be. Uh, and finally, he sort of presented data that suggests that their internal real-time models actually underestimate core inflation. So, as I say, keeping the door open to the possibility of hikes, I think. The takeaway from, I suppose, my point of view, core inflation problematic. Uh, the inferences from that are then become a little bit subjective. I think my personal view is on the 28th, the, the RBNZ will say in no uncertain terms that it's too early to talk about interest rate cuts. They'll continue to push back against the market, anticipating those. But again, this is my personal view. I think 5.5% OCR is doing the job. I don't think they need to move it. Okay, manufacturing in the right direction, but gee, she's, uh, she's off a low base. It is. This is the release of the Business New Zealand BNZ Performance and Manufacturing Index. If you were taking the glass half full approach, Mike, you'd highlight that the manufacturing sector activity did actually improve in January, which is good, but a cold-hearted, rational, objective approach will note that the sector remained in contraction. So for the numbers, 47.3, the seasonally adjusted PMI for January. In December, it was 43.4, so it did get better. But it's still under 50, which indicates the sector in general is declining. Uh, this measure of the manufacturing sector has now been in contraction for 11 consecutive months. Now, the new order sub-index, it's still weak, and we can't, you know, you can't get improvement unless you get the new orders. Uh, that measure has been in contraction for eight consecutive months. Uh, the employment sub-index, it did perk up. It's over 50, which seems a bit odd, kind of out of sync, uh, but maybe it reflects the, the fact that it's now, they've now got better access to workers so they can actually employ people. And, of course, we've got the PPI read uh, for inflation in the States. 
Yeah, US uh, inflation watchers there will be a little bit concerned. PPI, this producer price inflation, this is inflation for the wholesale market, uh, it popped up. And if you consider that in sort of conjunction with the recent CPI number, which was also a little higher than expected, it suggests I don't think the Fed's going to be in any hurry to cut rates, even though it's, you know, being talked about a lot. For the record, it was 0.3 in January, expectation 0.1. That's the largest lift in five months. Look, it's still quite low, so it's not a sort of for the year. We look at the year-on-year number, um, but it's no burning platform, but there'll be a little bit of concern. Numbers, please. Uh, the Dow Jones on Friday lost 145 points, so it was down 0.37%, 38,627. The S&P 500 lost about half a percent, but still above 5,000, 5,005. Uh, the Nasdaq down 130 points on Friday, that's 0.82%, 15,775 was the close. Uh, the FTSE 100 was up 1.5%, nice rally there, that's 114 points, 7,711. The Nikkei was up 329 points, 38,000. 487 the close. Shanghai Composite up 1.28 percent, 2865. In Australasia, uh, the ASX 200, the Aussies they gained 0.69 percent, 7658. And the NZX 50 closed the week out on a positive note, so bouncing back from the Fletcher Building induced weakness uh, up 0.73 percent, 84 points, 11,724. One Kiwi dollar this morning 0.6119. Again, so that's where it. Closed eye against the US, 0.9364 against the Aussie, 0.5681 euro, 0.4858 against the pound, 91.88 Japanese yen. Gold, uh, $2,013 and Brent crude, a little bit worrying, creeping up a bit, $83.47. Catch up tomorrow, mate. Andrew Kelleher, jmiwealth.co.nz.